right, welcome back to another episode for Paying for Attention. Today we're going to be talking about why a negative keyword strategy will save your ass. And we have with us today Keegan Brown. So let's go ahead and get things going. Keegan, so tell me why it's good to have a strategy based around negative keywords. Yeah, Dan. Well, first, let's start with what a negative keyword is, uh, in case anybody out there doesn't know. Um, and that is a, a set of keywords that prevents your ad from showing uh, for one reason or another, usually because you just don't want it to. And uh, that definition also kind of answers the question of why you need a, a negative keyword strategy. And that's because uh, what we have found is that uh, your ad spend, uh, even in optimized accounts, will be spending on keywords that you do not want to be showing up for. And you might not want to show up for these keywords for a a lot of different reasons, Uh, anywhere from you you don't want to promote those products, uh, you don't want to show up for things that are bad for your brand, uh, as well as... Um, you know, it's it's irrelevant or it's not something you're, it's worth paying for. And so that's why it's it's important. And if you don't, what we've seen is that, you know, 20, 30 percent of all of your ad spend could be going towards, uh, you know, intent that does not align with uh, driving ROI for your business. That makes a lot of sense. So can you tell me a little bit about how you would go about researching negative keywords? Yeah, so really the, the first thing would be to, uh, just like your normal keyword research, uh, except in that keyword research that you're doing, look for keywords that are associated with keywords that you do want to show up for, have high volume, and are, are keywords that you just don't want to be paying for. So um, a lot of times this helps you filter out things that are more research-based questions in, in keyword research that are maybe good for SEO, but you don't want to be paying for because you know you know, there's a very low likely chance of somebody actually, you know, signing up on your site or purchasing anything on your site. Um, So, you know, some of the ways there is, you know, do a search for a keyword uh, related to your business and see what Google auto suggests. So let's just say you're a company uh, and you put in your company name. Does it say login afterwards or something like phone number or location? then that helps you start to see, okay, do I want to be paying for these types of searchers? So that's kind of the first way. Um, The second way would be to, uh, if you've already been running ads, go through your search queries, uh, you know, and and really dive deep into what are people searching for and uh, really looking for what doesn't you know, perform. So you can use filters within Google or, or Bing ads uh, for things like low performance, so no conversions, high cost per conversion. Um, and that will typically help you find the first set of keywords that you should probably negate. Uh, and then you can also just kind of do an eyeball search, search for high volume uh, impressions, clicks, and cost and see if those, those search queries make sense. And that'll give you the chance to you know, just kind of skim through and say, okay, actually this one I don't want to show up for. And that's how I would start looking for those those negative keywords. How 
how popular is this? I mean, like, I mean, we're talking about obviously there's a problem with it, but I mean, is it that much of a problem that people do it all the time? Yeah, I mean, this is where experience really comes into play uh, when it uh, when it comes to running a paid search campaign. And, you know, we see a lot of times uh, agencies are usually pretty good at, at doing this because uh, if, if you don't, uh, if your agency isn't using this, you should probably fire them. And um, this is how we see a lot of times where agencies will be fired for not having a uh, negative keyword strategy or, you know, negative keywords added you're showing up for a lot of bad search terms. So agencies are pretty good at getting it done because they know that it's it's their ass if if uh, if if there's not a negative keyword strategy in place. Uh, but a lot of times when uh, companies hire internally or companies, you know, small marketing teams that are really just trying to get things set up and all of a sudden now they're spending twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month, you know, they get some funding or they're really growing aggressively. That's where we see a ton of wasted ad spend on negative keywords or on keywords that should be negated. Yeah. That really that that seems like that would add up pretty quickly honestly. Yeah, I mean what we have found is that um you know depending on who's has been managing it, how long what their experiences is, you know, some of the worst ones are which are very common honestly, it's probably uh a good portion of the audits that we do. 20 to 30% of their budget is being completely wasted on keywords that, you know, they would probably be fired if, if their boss found out that they were running those ads for those keywords. 20, 30% is a lot of someone's ad spend. Can you dive a little bit deeper and talk a little bit about um, maybe some examples that you've seen? Yeah, and I guess, so the way that I would structure this uh, is to have some examples for what you should negate. Um, you know, most likely depending on, you know, what type of business you're running. So, you know, for, uh, you know, s startups, you know, SaaS companies, what we typically find uh, are big wasters of their ad spend are things like login, cancel, um, funding, IPO, those types of things where, you know, if you're trying to drive like signups, demos, free trials, those types of things, um, you know, you don't want to be targeting, you know, login or, or you know, customer service or anything like that. And then when we come to like, you know, higher education, what we see a lot of times with the universities is uh, a lot of times students are searching for things like calendar, uh, syllabus, those types of things where, again, if you're trying to get somebody in the door to request info from your, your university or take a tour um, or even apply, you don't want to be paying for somebody who's searching those types of, of queries. And then, you know, e-commerce is another very common one where, um, you know, we see a lot of people, you know, looking for shipping information, uh, returns, customer service, phone number, where, you know, some, some e-commerce stores definitely do take phone calls, get sales over the phone, but a lot, it's mostly customer service that, you know, they would be calling in for. And so those are the things that you just want to proactively negate. If you're in one of those industries and think about it for yours, proactively negate those before you even launch your campaigns. It's going to save you a lot, a lot of wasted ad spend and frustration uh, throughout your campaign process. Okay, those are some good examples. Um, what about strategy? Uh, how, how, how do you personally approach negative keywords? So basically, I would go through that process of doing your research, you know, um, you know, going through examples, think about your business, what's commonly associated with your business, and thinking of all those examples that you probably wouldn't want to show up for. Uh, and and kind of get them in a sheet, but I would start to segment those. 
And uh, like I mentioned earlier, with being proactive in a negative keyword strategy, you want to first come up with uh, a universal list. You can Google, you know, a negative uh, universal negative keyword list uh, across, you know, and there's going to be several different options out there for you. Um, but this is where things like sex, drugs, any X-rated, uh, you know, um, terms, lawsuit, things that you would never ever want to show up for your uh, your brand to show up for, um, you know, and and so that would be kind of the very first step. Get together an entire list of every bad word you've ever thought of. Um, think about you know things like like I said, lawsuit, news, death, tragic, those types of things. Anything that could be ever associated with your brand, put them in a negative keyword list and apply that to every campaign that you're about to launch or that you have right now. Um, so that's the first thing. We call it a universal. That's always there, every campaign. Then I would look at uh, you know, your competitor keyword brands. So um, you, know, you have you know, three, four main competitors. You know, people are searching them. Uh, even if you want to show up for them, I would create a competitor uh, list for negative keywords and apply it to all the campaigns that you're not conquesting on. So maybe you have a, a campaign or two or you know, a couple campaigns that are conquesting on your competitor's brand terms. That's fine if that's what, if that's what you want to do, but use those competitor uh, keywords in a negative list for all your other non-conquesting campaigns. This is so you, that you don't cannibalize between campaigns, that there's no um, wrong intent going between your your uh, the different campaigns and, and really fencing in those keywords to where they're supposed to be. And then do the same thing for your brand. So a lot of times, uh, you know, uh, brands want to bid on their own brand name. Uh, and we've gone over the, some of the reasons why we'd want to do that. But again, similar to the competitor, there's only probably a certain portion of your campaigns that you actually want to target your brand name. Great. Target your brand name there for all your other non-brand competitor conquesting, all of those. You'd want to set up your uh, a negative keyword list with your brand name, your domain, um, any of your product names if they're branded, and apply that to all your other campaigns. So you're just fencing in the intent that people have. Um, and so that's really the overall strategy. And there's a lot of ways you can do this, but, you know, inter products and departments of your company, whatever it is. And, um, you know, location's a big one. So you want to maybe negate all the cities around a major city uh, from, you know, that one city campaign or, or ad group. And uh, that way you're segmenting intent and fencing in people where they need to be going. Uh, and then the last two are really around um, uh, match types. So being careful with match types just with your targeting, the broad match, phrase match, and exact match can really dictate uh, what it's all going to do. So if you broad match neg negate a keyword uh, that you, is very common in your industry, uh, that's something that you probably are going to uh, see very right away that your ads are going to stop showing for a lot of things and you need to go there maybe make that phrase or, or exact match to, to cut that down. How often should someone go through and do this, like to look back at their negative keywords? I mean, is this like a routine thing that you need to do or is it something like, I don't know, quarterly, yeah. by, by monthly, anytime you update your you know, keywords for your ads or anything? I mean, what are you thinking? Yeah, so I think you know, this exercise should be done every time you're about to launch uh, a campaign. Is uh, You're gonna launch, you need to be proactive with a negative keyword strategy. However, um, you know, in, 
in our experience at least, we, we never get every single negative keyword that we're ever going to want the right way the very first time. I would say we typically knock out 80, 90% of the, the poor keywords that you don't want to be showing up for, anything that's bad for brand. And then what we do on a regular basis, depending on how much you're spending, how much, how many keywords you have, um, anytime, anywhere from you know once a week to uh, twice a month, we check search queries in our accounts just to make sure that um, you know nothing new is coming through that that could end up you know potentially cause harm to the brand. Would you say there's a magic number? Like, I mean, the clients that we go through and we do this for them. Is there kind of like a, a number that just appears like, oh, like what's typical of 20 or 30, 40 more? Or is it just kind of dependent upon industry or what should people look out for? Because I could see this as being shocking of saying, oh, wow, there's we've got a lot of negative keywords that we weren't doing. Yeah. So I think, um, it, again, I think the big thing, I would say there's no magic number. The big thing is uh, how much you're spending, how many keywords you have the match types that you're using for your keywords. So of course, if you have broad match, you're gonna see new queries a lot more often than if you're using phrase and exact match, which is gonna bring in bad queries as well. Um, or if you're using like a dynamic search campaign, you're also gonna have a lot, a lot of new queries and a lot of them are probably gonna be bad at first, but um, that those are gonna be the uh, uh, the kind of the, the main factors of why you'd have to check your search queries and negate out more keywords on a more frequent basis is, is budget, campaign type, match types. All right, these are awesome. So what would you think would be the next steps uh, for someone doing a negative keyword strategy? Yeah, so I would first start out with that research. Uh, again, if you're just starting, go do your keyword research, look for keywords that you don't want to show up for, type some things into Google, see what's you know associated with that. Uh, or if you already are running campaigns, dive into your search queries uh, and, and look at a long history of, of your campaigns and really dive deep into finding things that you don't want to show up for and that don't perform well. Second thing I would say is <clears throat> taking that and build lists, a universal list, a brand list, a competitor list, and then any other segments that you can think of that would help fence your keywords into uh, the campaigns and ad groups that they should be getting um, and, and seeing. And then, you know, upload and you'll see the results uh, pretty much overnight, depending on how bad you're, you're, uh, you were needing a negative keyword strategy. Awesome. These are all good points. Um, appreciate all the information about negative keyword strategies and why they should be done. And we look forward to hearing from you if you have any questions for us please reach out to us and we will see you next time with paying for attention